1: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: I usually am pretty good at these. But- I, that's
3: why I was trying to figure out what this one is. Bah, 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 bah. Give us a hint. I got nothing. I just made it up. Okay. I oh. can't think of anything. i on oh. the spot. All right. Wow. Station Radio episode <laughs>
4: 95,000. Trade <laughs> deadline day. It is wrapped up. We're a little bit late today because Ty Guy was doing a live broadcast with our friends at dailyfaceoff.com.
5: Then he needs to eat some lunch afterwards.
4: Yeah. Guy wanted to pee and eat some lunch.
2: Selfish, really.
4: Really selfish. So as a result, nope. I just sat there and ate candy. I don't
2: even think he's paying attention. Great right job now. to the Daily Face Off team today.
4: Yeah, it was a really good uh, job by the Daily Faceoff team. We'll get to that in a second. First, we give a shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle, who graciously catered trade deadline here at Nation HQ today. It was delicious. I had a hot box for shrimp. Was I planning on eating the whole box, Tyler? No, but did I? You're yes. fucking right, I did. I'm no quitter. Friday, go get some Oodle Noodle. 18 locations Accounting. Check them out on Instagram at Oodle Noodlegram. The memes are hilarious. A very handsome blogger makes those. Thank you, Tyler. What have you got for us today for a delicious debate? Are you with us? Are you awake? Are you oh, lively? Do you need a yeah. diet Coke? And I'm not going to lie. I'm hitting a little bit of a wall right
0: now, actually. Um,
4: Only two more shows to go today, pal. Get two a can, more can of shows.
0: Coke. Get him some energy. Two more shows to go. I had a Red Bull already. Would you like so. a banana? There's some bananas left. Plenty oh, left. I might good. have one after, yeah. It's
3: actually massive. You
5: might be cramping up here. <laughs> no, are you cramping up? I don't think I'm
3: cramping You
4: want to rub down?
0: Well, that might have nothing to do with me cramping up. I'll just take one anyways. <laughs> uh all right your uh, oodle noodle delicious debate the deadline has come and gone what letter grade do you give our pal ken holland for his work over the last few
4: days let's recap what he's done boys matthias Ackholm came in the other day very handsome very rugged beard per 60 sky high unfortunately we did say goodbye to our friend tyson berry rechafer a first and a third nick bukestad is a new oiler as of yesterday Oilers traded a third round pick and Michael Kessel ring to acquire. He and uh, Nick it retained a 50% and Camdenine. Is that right, Liam? I believe so. That's correct. A couple of pieces there. So there's your trades. Not an overly busy deadline for the Oilers, but did address a couple of needs. Nation Dan, you were kind of in front of me, but there's a light blocking your face. So I think you're looking over here, but I can't tell.
2: I'm not, but that's okay. okay, Bag milk. I still have ideas.
4: Your letter grade, please, sir.
2: Uh, My letter grade is going to be an A. Because, honestly, going into it, uh, when I had heard Matthias Ekholm's name show up a few times, I was very excited, but didn't understand how we could make the money work there either. Uh, the same kind of idea as I had with the Carlson uh, plan. So when they brought in Ekholm, I was very excited. I think that that really helps the defense um, get figured out. I know that, that taking Barry out on the right side is uh, is you know addition by subtraction, but that's just the way it is. Um, so, yeah, I would say an A the the i'm i'm with everybody else when they say that they wanted a little bit more i i could have i could have done with a bit more depth on either right side uh either the forward or the defense uh but but yeah i would still say an a just because Eckholm is exactly what this team needs going forward rick what do you got for a grade? well i said already
5: on our on our tiktok i believe there i gave him a b plus um, i'm right there though it's Ekholm was a big addition i think he uh one of my favorite things is he came in and started talking right away about mentoring some of the young defensemen mm-hmm. i think not only is he going to bring something on the ice but obviously something off the ice too and that's uh, that's something really big for us and had another right-handed shot just another big body that can play uh, you know bottom six minutes uh, i think he right now he's playing a lot of elite competition out in Arizona right now. It's something he's definitely not going to have to deal with when he gets over here. So I think it's just a nice little addition to the bottom end of uh, of the forwards. And it's kind of exactly what I wanted. I wanted that Ryan O'Reilly and then a Kulak type of trade. And I think Ryan O'Reilly and uh, Echo or Ekholm is kind of like the Ryan O'Reilly defenseman. And then Bukestad is kind of my Kulak-esque trade. So I'm, I'm happy with today.
0: So you kind of wanted the big splash up front and the lowercase case out on the blue line. You got the reverse, but you're still happy.
5: Yeah, because I wanted a bigger yeah. splash as a defensive player. Mm-hmm. And then sprinkle in something else out of that. And I think that it's exactly what we got. And the fact that Ekholm moves the puck as well as he does, um, just watching that last game, that's uh, that was a huge surprise to me. That's uh, massive for us. Yeah.
4: Ty guy.
0: Uh, mine's going to be a B B-plus as well. Like, I really like the Ekholm deal because around Deadline Dying, there's a lot of teams. We talked about how we would have liked to see the Orlov deal go down, right? Like, that's a guy we would have liked. You're giving up a first round pick for rentals. And, Kay, you paid a lot here. I get it. Tyson Berry, good asset. First-round pick, good asset, but you kind of had to move it out anyways. And then Reed Schaefer, a really good asset as well. But you're getting a guy who's going to help you for three more years. Three assets for three more years of Matias Ekholm, plus this run here. I think that really lines up nicely. That is an A-level trade for me. Nick Bukestad, I don't love the deal as much just because I feel like you you paid a hair too much, in my opinion. I still would have rather him... Having done it, I'm happy he did that, right? I, if it didn't happen, I would have probably been a little angry. I just felt like when you look at like what Benino went for, the value's not there. Max Domi, who I like more, went for a second instead of this. So I, I like the Bukestad deal, but I don't love it. I would have liked one more move, uh, someone to play the right side potentially, maybe just an extra D-man because you know you're going to need one, and there were a few that I liked who didn't get moved. Um, a B-plus one more move would have pushed me to an A, but I'm gonna stay in the Bs.
3: I am on a B because I think the Ekholm one is yeah, it's obviously a great deal. He's a great player, and I think he's gonna make a big difference. Rick just said about the mentor stuff. Apparently, yesterday he went out for dinner with Broberg already. Mm-hmm. They Didn't even know they don't know each other, so that's like a really good step on that side of things.
4: we stick together.
3: Yep, and the Bukestad one. Seems like he could be good. Didn't he almost have 50 <laughs> points one year? Yeah, that's a while ago. I don't think it was, it was a hot minute what, ago. What, how long ago was it? 2019, Four f- I think. Probably four-ish. I know it's been a while, but at least it's good to know he has that touch, I guess. I'm not expecting that many points, but it's just a positive out of it. I do agree. I think the return was interesting. Uh, sorry, what we had to pay was a little interesting. Like Kessel rings having a pretty good year, but the guy they brought back has some NHL experience here. I think he played thirty four games last year. So 17, kinda... 17,
5: 18 was the year he had forty nine points.
3: Okay, so about five years now. Either way, yeah. B. I would have liked to have seen one more deal done. I think they're really short on the right side of defense. I think one more player would have been good there.
5: But hey, let's bring in one more right out of defenseman. You know what's going to happen? And Twitter just Twitter almost lost their mind earlier.
3: Yeah, with VD there. That's the thing. I think De'Ani kind of struggled a little bit against the Leaves. Like, seen, I see and
5: I i I really like the way he how he's so calm and relaxed in his own end and moves the puck really well too, especially for a big dude like that.
3: Yeah, but I just think is he an everyday guy already? I don't know if he's there right now. I guess suppose you can just put one of your more experienced left handed defenders on the right. It doesn't make too much of a difference. But that's my only my only flaw from the deadline is I would have liked one more defenseman through the door just to help kind of buffer everything together a little bit.
4: I'm giving it a B. Passing grade. A solid pass. Yes.
3: Way more than a passing
5: grade. Yeah, solid
4: pass.
3: See, he's got degrees nowadays.
4: <laughs> that is true. So a solid passing grade. I love the at trade. Just, he's just so handsome, isn't he? Mm. Bukestad I'm good with. Uh, long Derek Ryan. By the way, Tyler, I did an emergency episode of Better Late Than Never last night for the Nick Bukestad trade. I called him Long Derek Ryan. People on Instagram did not like that at
0: all. I, Why don't they like that? Derek Ryan's good.
4: That's what I said. That's what I was trying to say that I was like, man, long Derek Ryan sounds unstoppable. I took Could a lot be. of shit for it. Yeah, huh, we have the big version Here. and the
5: small version. Yeah. Pluck them in whenever you need them. It's like that movie twins. It's true.
4: You know, mm-hmm. one was Danny DeVito and the other one was, what his name is. Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger.
5: Yeah. I watched it like a week ago. Nice. Great movie. Still. How, How many
3: ins? Just the one.
5: It was on television.
4: Uh-huh. Oh, so in the extended version when you got the commercials, Yeah, I got there. the
5: commercials. You couple pee breaks, maybe grab someone out of the fridge.
4: So I give it a B. I mean, I wish, of course, I wish the others would have done some more. But at the same point, they were up against the cap. They had limited options in terms of what they could do for making the money work. Like, I think of a team like Boston that Taylor Hall just went down right before the deadline on a long-term injury. So they Absolutely were able to go no. get Bertuzzi.
5: And Felino, they put them both on LTIR, didn't they?
4: Yeah, so it's like we didn't have that situation. It wasn't mm-hmm. like you were going to put Kane on LTIR today. Ken Holland said he's going to be back probably next week against either Boston or Toronto.
5: And Yamamoto's playing tonight, so he Yamamoto's put Yamamoto's playing LTIR. tonight. I'm so, just so done with everyone saying put everybody on LTIR. Where's Jay? I, yeah, actually I know just he's definitely Yamamoto. one
3: of them. We would just need it. I wasn't thinking, like I said, put him on LTI, but it wasn't for the reason of like, oh, I want us to have more money. It was like, I think this guy might be seriously hurt. Well, yeah, when you brought he it up in our out. chat
5: group last or whatever, whenever it was, yeah. definitely I, I considered it too. Like, if it was a concussion, he was dealing with concussions before, you could see it just being four weeks just because, right? I mean, you walk, yeah. look at the football or whatever. Um, obviously, that's not what it was before. It's not what it was. Yeah, they pulled him out because of just to check it out, passed, and well, here we go again. There we go. And he scored. <laughs> He, he did a, score.
3: After everyone crapped on him against Boston, he grabbed yeah. one the next game. I think that would have been the game winner. I don't remember. Oh no, Hyman got the third one. Yeah. Insurance Speaking of
4: which, I love seeing a former Leaf score against them. Very and nice.
3: a, you could tell he,
5: and he a was never excited. gonna be a Leaf yeah. score twice against them.
4: Oh we'll get there in a yeah. second. But going back to the trade deadline, um yeah, passing grade for Ken Holland like healthy Yeah, That's grade.
5: way more than a passing year. This is a, this is a positive thing. I know that like, I haven't even gone on Twitter yet, but I'm sure there's going to be people out there that are upset with this and upset with that. But listen, he's built a cup contending team and he added to a cup contending team this year. What more do you want?
4: The only thing like Liam said is I I wish we could have got something else done on right wing. Just had some depth, but it is what it is. I love the Matias at trade. Don't have-
5: you think this says we're playing 11 and seven in the playoffs now?
3: No I actually... Sorry, Tyler.
5: Game Game one against whoever.
3: I was going to say, I think it just allows you to maybe just put Derek Ryan on the right wing, maybe a little bit more than a sentiment. Which one, long or short? Short Derek Ryan. Gotcha. And then you put long Derek Ryan down the middle. And then that's kind of probably how they would do it, I would assume. If
0: you wanted to go 12 forwards, you could run. And I'll just do a speed round in line lines. McDavid, Kane, Hyman, Drysaddle, Yamamoto, Newton, Hopkins, McLeod, Costin... Vogel, Yanmark, Ryan, Bukestad with a potential for Dylan Holloway to get in. But, like, right there I just rattled off 12 players, and that's with short Holloway coming out of the lineup. Yep. So you can actually ice probably four pretty solid lines now because of that Bukestad trade. And maybe you just look at your D pairings, and you can flip-flop between Dan and Broberg. I know they play opposite sides, but you can make that work. Ekholm can move to his offside.
5: Broberg Do you offside. prefer the 12th forward or the 7th defenseman? You, your... You yourself, Coach you one.
4: Remchuk, you are putting on your captain's hat, and you are putting together a <laughs> lineup co- the, that... W- the coach has put on the captain's hat? That's right. All right. And you will put together a lineup that will wreak havoc on the opposition. Go.
0: So it basically comes down to you your choosing between having to scratch one of De'Arnais <laughs> and Broberg and having to scratch one of Janmark or Derek Ryan. It's a
5: good or Buke said, I guess, in that matter.
0: Yes. I yes. See that. Um,
5: Are you going to give me an answer though?
0: I'm trying to. I'm thinking about it a lot. <laughs> it. I think they're better at eleven and seven, so I'll go with that. The other thing that eleven and seven allows you to do, and I love the way Woodcroft kind of handles this, is you got your bottom six lines and your top five, which is Nuge, Dry, McDavid, Hyman, and Kane when he's healthy. You can just roll those guys over, whatever.
5: Yeah, you can spin. Yeah, team you team can, team can team spin up all those forwards team. differently, right? A fucking match-up
0: nightmare because the other team's coach, I think, in a best of seven, we will just have to sit there and go. I don't know if it's Leon and Connor coming over the boards. One of them, yeah. Yeah. the other one, neither of them.
5: I love that. I I love that that tool in the toolbox we have right now. What are you looking at over there? He's upset with something.
4: You want me to he's, push some buttons? He's okay. seeing
5: levels. He Tyler's Mike.
2: Oh,
5: did you okay. mute his mic?
0: You had me muted that whole time.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, I could see
0: a whole big gap where it's just nice and quiet. Wait, one sec. Maybe it was
5: loud enough that it came through my mic. Yeah, I think
4: that's what it would have been. I didn't mean to push that button.
0: Yeah, so uh, (laughs) for the people listening, I'll boost my audio. I'll sound terrible for those last two answers. I apologize.
4: (laughs) Just say it again.
3: It's been a long day. No, no,
0: I don't have the gas to say it again. paraphrase.
3: I'll paraphrase Go here, 11 right? and
0: seven, yes. Go
3: 11 and seven. The Oilers forward group is going to be too good for other teams and it'll overwhelm coaches. The Oilers will win four rounds in the playoffs and lift Lord Stanley for the sixth time in that franchise's history. You get,
5: there's well, going to be a game where the coach just sits down on the bench with a towel over his head, just can't figure it out. Like, yeah. but Liam, I throw
2: it in. Get, oh. but, I'm good. But, <laughs> but Liam, we, Liam, we said to paraphrase, not give word for word exactly he what he said. You know? Oh,
3: my heart. <laughs> I want to
4: know, if you're listening to this, how do you think that the Oilers did today at the trade deadline? Ken Holland, specifically. I get, what, were, what were the grades again? I gave a B, a couple of B a. pluses. A, a from Dan.
3: B from me.
5: Two B's, Bs, two B pluses. Two Bs, two B pluses, and an A. I think
4: Strong the, passing grades all around.
3: The acquisition of the players, I will give an A. I will... Bump it down because of the lack of defensemen. That's what sure. brings it down for me.
4: Like, I just
0: look around the league and there were some rental demon, like a Nick Sealer. I'm not sitting here saying Nick Sealer is the difference between you winning or losing a cup, but the fact that there were a few of these guys who didn't get moved, I just sit there and go, could you have dangled your fifth and just gotten some insurance? Like, just make that extra little thing. And it's nitpicky, but that's the difference to me between the B plus and the A. It's just one more depth move to really say, okay, I want to make sure this
5: group won't run into any problems. But we had $167.
2: Okay, but that's, and see, that's the part where I kind of, like, I start to get angry because that's self-inflicted. That's created for themselves, and for me coming out, this, but coming out and having the rumor this morning, and I know like around the office we were all just kind of like bummed because it's like the orders are already done. And that shouldn't be the case. Like Ken Holland should have Wait, been working whoa, the phone. What,
5: what got moved today that you wanted to have your hands again,
2: on? Again, like Tyler's saying, there's nothing that's like there's nothing there where I'm like, oh, they didn't move the needle because they didn't make that deal. But again, we're all every person around here has said we wanted some depth on the right side of either the defense or the forwards. And I like and the I think right that that's right in our defense. I just think that that's everybody's feeling is that they could he could have just done more. He didn't, so we're not killing him for it. But he could have done more. I thought it was quite ironic
3: that we traded Kesselring, who's a right-handed defenseman, for another left-handed defenseman. And yeah, heard the about, left and you, does and get
5: all, And you heard all the people getting upset about it yesterday. Everyone so if it he like makes he that move today, like in order to try and bring in whoever, whatever you just said, and you, you got to use one of those guys, whatever, yep. people are going to lose their
3: goddamn mind. Yeah, well. I don't think there's anything to be worried about after what Ken Holland did. I think if you wanted to bring in another guy on defense, you could have probably sent Dehane down just to have like an, a legit, like, Someone who's been around the league a bit more, I think DeHarnay is an NHL defenseman. Yes, I don't know what has he played. Fifteen games, probably around there. Sure. Uh, he's won like he's thirteen. Just someone who I think, like, if you called him into a playoff game, I think it would be completely fine. But yeah. just to help you cap issues. If he yeah.
2: wasn't on the team, it's not
3: harming you. I
2: mean, it wouldn't like be devastating to not have Vinny DeHarnay penciled into your starting lineup to start the playoffs. Yeah. That's and that's exactly what I think people are saying. But again, we're going from A to a B, not like talking about dropping down into the C's or anything like that. Well, I think Sealer is like a C minus type of addition. I just think that it would have been another Insurance. thing where we just yeah, exactly we would have it. said, you this know that, what? Do you th- okay, I'm, I'm going to like a
4: Luke Shen deal or something.
2: Yeah, like I'm going to assume yeah.
5: you're... Luke Shen played though. I'm going to assume you're going to say yes, but is Sealer better than Ryan Murray?
0: That's yeah, Ryan as Nick Sealer we, stayed in the lineup all year,
4: and Ryan Murray's had a sore back for a long time now.
5: Yeah, from trying so
0: hard. Exactly.
5: Yeah. There's a. Uh, that's those what expectations, I'm right? saying. But he, yeah, he's he's not going to crack this lineup. But in terms of injury, let's just say somebody gets hurt. Are you going to put Sealer in there before you put Ryan Murray in? Yes, yes right
3: now. Ryan. Yeah.
5: And are you going to put Sealer in there before you put? I mean, the only other option at this point for the Oilers organization, right, is uh, is uh, Nima Lyanin, and you are going to put Seeler in before See, Nima. See, and I, th- I
0: think I just like Nima L- or Sealer more, a bit more experienced. Yeah, there, that's right? what,
5: right? put I, I, in that H- was the question. Guy, yeah. I mean, that's obviously those are the that was the options, right? Like bring yeah. in another guy, or if we do have an injury on defense, yep. Murray, Nima Lyanin, those are probably the only two guys you are and going to play.
0: Frank Frank even had a take two, and he was like, "Listen, you are really going to go give up an asset to get a guy." That's just marginally better than Marcus Niemelainen, And I think that's a fine take to have. And there's a lot of people out there who are rightfully going to give Ken Holland an A plus or an A for this deadline. I think it was still a beyond passing grade deadline. I love that echo mad. Mm-hmm. Cause again, he helps you for a long time and you didn't blow a whatever
2: just no, to go get rentals.
0: So uh, yeah, I, I still love it. I'm just, I'm nitpicking a little, yeah. but
2: whatever. Yeah, me too. Nitpickers. I gave it an A.
3: Yeah you're
2: good.
4: I give it be like, I think that's a really solid grade. Yeah, it was like I'd like to hear what
2: everybody's Something like that. What our listeners are thinking too. Yeah. Well, hit us up.
4: Owen radio podcast, Twitter and Instagram. Let us know your letter grade or it could be a percentage. Whatever true. you like.
2: It would be nice to throw off our letter. grade. Like 3.9. You could do a GPA. Yeah. <laughs> options it? here. Whatever <laughs> you like. <laughs> <laughs> give the, give the deadline deals a GPA grading. Yep. Think, no, is it on the bell curve though? Yeah, are we yeah, try to create
4: on a bell curve?
2: Has to be. Flames at the bottom. Oh, they're flames <laughs> like they had a terrible day. <laughs> Dude, Their big ad is Troy year. Stetcher. It just keeps going for them.
3: I think one thing that's good about And Nick Holl- Ritchie. Oh, Ken Holland after the trade his brother.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that trade is Troy Stetcher and Nick Ritchie for Connor McKee and Brett Ritchie.
3: I thought it was funny. I saw a comment, I think it was in the YouTube chat of the live deadline show. Someone said, I wonder if the riches, will just switch numbers? Yeah, you save money, so save money on neighbors for for the mum, so the mum doesn't just have to buy new yeah. shoes. Yeah, and then Jay
0: Rosehill said he wonders if they wife swap.
3: <laughs> uh,
5: well,
0: that was a little startling to hear on a live stream.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, it would probably save on on moving costs. Yep, right, yep. true. I'm not sure where the family situations are after that. Outside of that, you know, in terms family of family bonding, and dogs Marty or fish, it. but yeah, there's I can see
4: family bonding <laughs> brings yeah. everybody together.
2: Okay. I mean, just, just the only <laughs> thing for the, the, the last thing for the flames is just think they could have dealt a Huberto, at this deadline, and got a big package for him. Could but they, they re-signed him. In the <laughs> who's going to take they it? They could have made a deal for him. Or they could they have got uh, your deal. Oh, if didn't, I was like, if you
0: didn't. Actually, him. that would have been fascinating if uh, he didn't have that deal. He would have been a hot commodity at the deadline. Yeah.
5: You literally yeah. could have... Yeah, I mean, I don't, we don't want to turn this into... They probably station, could have got they,
4: a haul for him now that Dan, you, Dan says that. And I, said that so, and I said this
5: whenever we talked about it. Everybody said they got fleas. But he sent him to St. Louis to do the Cairo trade and whatever type... And then, and then you take Huberto, You swap him. What was Huberto's deal? Like,
3: what would, what is he on? What
5: right is his now?
4: fucking deal anyway? <laughs> That's a good question. I think it's six mil right
0: now, or so six them.
3: So six million, <laughs> just to throw this out there too. So Ryan O'Reilly is making about six million, right? I'm not mm-hmm. saying they're the same player, change. but he's having a down year. Yeah, Saint Louis got a pretty good haul for him for someone who's yeah. not been playing well at all. I just, uh, I Different mean, like going
2: in going 5. back 9. to the summer, of course, the Flames GM and Flames yeah. organization okay, yeah. had to do something to try and show that there was people willing to come and play for the city and play for the team. I
5: think it was a desperation move
2: to of try to try and grab guys at the top
5: of the game instead of just going, hey guys, like
2: yeah. you just saw two of our best
5: players walk out on their own. Like this is not, I think we'd, we're we going to take a step back here. We're going to bring some guys at 23, 24. Give us a year and a half. We'll be right back there again. Yeah.
4: I got to tell you guys about Jasper. Okay. What about it? We you gone skiing in the spring, Rick? It's lovely.
5: It
3: is nice.
4: Warm. T-shirts. A drink on the water. patio. Maybe just snowboarding in a hoodie. It's great. The days are longer, Liam.
3: Hockey jersey. You could snowboard in a hockey oh, jersey. You
4: could. That's you actually could a really You could get a new Matthias Eckholm jersey and go down the hill in that. Matthias
3: Eckholm's wife might be there. Maybe. She loves, she loves snow. to snowboard. And, well, snow, I guess. Yeah. And maybe snowboard. And
4: all the snow-related activities. Yeah. So if you go to jasper.travel can find some deals mm-hmm. you can find some deals the escape card is still available for half price live tickets come on summer golf is just around the corner tyler i know oh, you like golfing in jasper
0: i love it i don't like it i the want lakes are it.
4: thawing <laughs> little camping trip perhaps jasper.travel get some details for you start making some plans springs just around the corner
3: hikes i've got a question
4: is it I about may? jasper
3: we can incorporate jasper in you there. just we
4: in jasper how was it
3: it was awesome the weather was fantastic. It was like plus seven the entire weekend. It Beautiful. was there. But oh, even like if the stadium. weather wasn't
2: great, it's amazing to There's visit so much anyways. To do. Exactly. There's so much to do.
4: Now to your question.
3: Um, when you compare what Ken Holland did to the other teams in the Pacific Division, where would you kind of rank him against, uh, I guess, the entire
4: division? Well, we didn't get Dryden Hunt. So. So the, yeah, did the, anybody else do anything? The Vegas Golden Knights Vegas, addressed their quick. only
2: issue. That was their. That Did was their they big downgrade
4: thing. their goalie? I don't understand yes. that move. I
3: think he's the fourth
4: best goalie on that team.
2: I I think that I think that Jonathan Quick in playoff time is your is why they made that. But like uh, yeah, Jonathan I Quick so in playoff too. time
5: of five years ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, last year, last year he was he okay was against year, the Emerson Oilers. Yeah.
0: He was he was good yeah. against the Oilers, but I just I don't think it's as easy. And people are like, oh, he's going to be so motivated yeah. to play, and it's like. It, There's a difference between... I use this line on Owen every day. There's a difference between motivation and execution. You can sit there and be as ready to go and fired up and be like, I'm playoff Jonathan quick again. But he has worse numbers than Jack Campbell this year.
3: Sometimes I'm motivated in my men's league game and then we stop playing and I think I am exhausted. It's been five minutes. Mm -hmm. Our our friends... execution is tough, yeah.
4: I'm motivated to finish off this podcast, but the execution is very poor. I turned uh Tyler's microphone off for two minutes. (laughs) It's okay. My answer wasn't that good anyway. Our
2: friends at Nasty Knuckles posted a billboard uh, that said it says either heaven or Ohio, and that was the choices that he was given, and mm-hmm. he went to heaven in Vegas. I just Sincere. think I think that the thing with the Jonathan Quick uh, redemption tour is that the proximity to Vegas, or to Los Angeles is so so yeah. apparent now that there's like he's the backup. Yes, he comes in, starts out as a backup, but Logan Thompson falters, and Jonathan Quick has that opportunity to so. Jump his-
3: is there anyone who did a better job than than Ken Holland in the Oilers division? No.
2: Calgary? No.
3: Yep. Vegas? Right. No. 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 Dancers
4: Vancouver don't. selling.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, LA. LA. Yeah. I, think, I think you have Every to like what in. LA did. Yeah, but his. Sorry, okay. go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, Gavrikov is a good yep. D man. He's not yep. great. I don't love it. I don't like the price they paid. I would have not liked the Oilers to give up a first rounder for Gavrikov, quite frankly. But. He is still good, and mm-hmm. he makes them better. And Corpusalo addresses an issue that they he, have. he addresses an issue they have. So I think they went and filled two holes. The Oilers went and filled two holes.
3: I think it's interesting on that because I completely agree with what you said, but the factor of like <laughs> Jonathan Quick being part of that deal and just the way that's kind of feels like it's disrupted that camp a little bit. Oh, makes but, me wonder. but if the
0: Oilers like, traded Barry. You could say the same thing about them, right? Whose team's well, overall like ranking? Whose team's overall
5: ranking would have rose higher? I believe yeah. the Oilers would have.
3: Well, it depends Oilers how Korpisalo is, I guess.
0: I think the Oilers got the best player out of anyone in the Pacific. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You could Seattle almost
3: didn't do anything. I was
0: going to say in the, the West.
4: I was going to ask, did Seattle even make a trade? I don't think no, so. But
0: Dan, I like that in the entire West, yeah. who got a player better than Matias Ekholm? Mm. Colorado got Lars Eller. Minnesota better. got Klingberg, who's junk this year. Dallas got Max Domi, who's good but not as impactful uh, as Matthias Ekholm. Oh, Gump. you're
2: forgetting Winnipeg picking up Nemestikov and Needle Rider. <laughs> I thought that, I
3: think that Needle Rider pick I, up I was,
2: actually, that was actually a sneaky good deal. Both yeah. of those pickups are good for the price that they had to pay.
3: Nashville obviously sold everyone, but I really like what they did. Just the idea of like, all right, we're not doing anything here. Goodbye, everybody. Is a million picks for us now. Yeah,
2: you get it offered. That so for let's go
4: tenor. real quick around the Pacific. We got seven opponents, Dan. We'll start with you. First place currently, Vegas. Did they do better or worse than the Oilers or the same?
2: I think they're the second best team in the Pacific, so they just did a little bit less than we did.
4: Rick, better or worse?
2: Well, we're better. We did more. We did more to improve our team than they did to
5: improve their team.
4: Ty Guy, Vegas.
0: I, I'm not scared by Vegas really whatsoever. Mark Stone's health could maybe change that, but as of right now, they don't concern me.
4: Did the Vegas Golden Knights do better or worse than the Oilers, Liam?
3: They did worse than the Oilers.
4: LA, Dan, better or worse?
3: They did worse. Rick? We did more to
5: improve our team.
4: That guy?
0: Closer, but they're not. They didn't get better.
4: Liam? S-
5: slightly worse, but that the second And team. there's not even a question at that point. The that, that rest of the team.
4: Seattle, they didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Calgary?
2: Lowell's. Just Eight. perfect for them.
4: Vancouver, I'm actually surprised with because what are, I don't know what they're doing.
2: The, they have two, the, starts, two, two summer two The rumor, the rumor out of Pittsburgh that Pittsburgh wanted JT Miller, but Vancouver turned it down because it was only for draft picks, and they wanted a centerman back for that.
0: Yeah, they were like, "Listen, if we get draft picks, we're going to need to immediately move them for Philip Peronic again." So, like that's just what I don't know what Vancouver's plan is. Summer trade. Well, sure, yeah, and I'm, and I think they'll be able to move on from J.T. Miller in the summer, which is have to be one of the first times a player signed for an eight year deal and is moved before it kicks in,
2: <laughs> right? Jonathan Huberto.
4: San Jose, <laughs> Just, no, nothing, Anaheim,
2: right. San Jose moved moved the deck chairs around. But.
4: So I want to talk about because I agree that the others got the best player of any Pacific Division team in Matthias Ekholm. I want to talk about first impressions of Ekholm. The guy came in hours before the game on Wednesday. Didn't get a practice. Quick hellos to everybody. Hello, hello. Goes out there and plays a really strong, steady game. Picks up an assist. A couple of shots on net. A couple of hits. A couple of blocks.
5: He led the rush on the first drive of the game. He did. You could awesome.
4: He did. Shows some two-way play. I think for a lot of Oilers fans that maybe haven't watched at home as much as we probably should, it was a night nice, a really nice first impression.
0: It's I, a reminder he's a better puck mover than he gets labeled as because yep. I think people see six foot four, big beard pictures of him that we're sharing where he's bleeding during the playoffs, yep. hard nose shutdown guy, concrete hands, and yeah, you just automatically assume well he probably can't skate
2: and he can't move the puck. He's just a big. Big well, it, rock and he comes out of Nashville who is known for their puck moving defenseman too. He's so he's compared defense, to didn't? Roman Yossi. He's yeah. compared to Shea Weber. He's Universal, compared to all those guys. And then the other thing I think too, is that yellow Jersey made him look small. Like he looked way bigger as an Edmonton oiler Isn't than he did as Because he's more runner. proud to wear it. There you yeah. go. It's a little bit of a presence there that I just ha- didn't expect from him. 20 minutes and 50 seconds. Total
4: 228 on the PK 30 seconds on the power play. Liam, first thoughts on Matias Echo.
3: Yeah, I thought he just steady Eddie, right? Like he just doesn't. He takes very up a lot of space dude. Yeah, he's massive. um... That pass he made to Drysider, like when he banked it off the boards and put it right onto his tape, like, in your first right game with a new oh, team, yeah. that's crazy. I've seen that happen a million times, except it goes fifty feet past dry it's I still yeah. do
2: like. I still don't like that as a drawn up play, but that worked really no, nicely there. Yeah. Well, it just showed that to me. Shows his confidence and his excitement to be here too. Yeah, he just can move through. the puck. He's simple a simple better hockey puck mover than Just we simple thought. hockey. Yeah, but a guy usually a guy comes into a new team. He's going to be a little bit more conservative. No, not bombing 32. it up the he ice knows like That's what he's bringing. That's why said, like,
5: you know, I think was this quote. something somebody, he knows what it's like, it's what it takes to play in the playoffs. Yeah,
4: yeah, something like that. Yeah,
5: you just like, dude, you have internal confidence. That's a good thing.
4: I just, yeah, I know it was one game, so you can't get too, too excited about it. But man, dad, I, can, I, love so? it. I loved watching him in the first game. He was also, I liked watching him clear out some garbage in front of the net. Dude, Lip- we have a really good version
5: of Duncan Keith back. That really helped us last well, year. Well,
4: I asked Tyler, so I texted him because Wanya and I were going back and forth just being like, what is Matias Ekholm like? And I was like, Tyler, describe him to me. And you just kind of said way better Adam Larson. He's almost... And I like that. I, I don't find that insulting yeah, to anybody no, at all. But either, by the way, He is...
2: Clef Bomb and Larson mashed into one almost. That was that, Coombsy's tweet. Or like that's tweet. Was oh, was Coombsie, it? Yeah, the was Yu-Gi-Oh tweet. We were with the polarization, mm-hmm. card that mashed them together. And no, that caught some people pretty upset because of the Clef Bomb thing. And I, again, I don't yeah. think people really recognize how good he is offensively because of where he was yep. behind people. In What well, we do need I to like have a
4: look at, though, is we need to check out these abs to see where he's at mm-hmm. on the Swedish All-Apps team. We're like, we're getting light. Broberg's carrying a lot of weight here.
5: Dude, he said... He's going to be here all summer. Like, they're not leaving. There'll be times you'll catch him at Mill Creek. Maybe the, maybe the water park. Accidental be no, beach, maybe. Why not? <laughs> There'll be time for you to catch the labs. Don't worry. You know
0: who's going to be at the water park? Our guy, Nick Bukestad. Big yeah, web guy. he loves it. Big
5: web guy.
4: We're he gonna said, there. again, paraphrasing, me and Rick are going to guide him around the mall. He yeah. said he spent seven of the best days of his life at the brick tournament as a kid.
5: No kidding. He's 11. So
4: we're putting together a couple of activities for him. You yeah, know, yeah, we've got we, some we go-karts got going on. We're going to go do some Professor Wem golf. Mm-hmm. A little lunch on Bourbon Street. Come
2: yeah, on. Yeah. We'll figure
3: it yeah. out. Can't do the Mindbender anymore, though. Thank before. goodness.
2: Nope. I don't want to do that. That's Milton, terrifying. Milton well, Bradley bought the that whole Galaxy Land now, eh? It's all Milton Bradley branded stuff. Soon Nick
3: Buke's dad will buy it.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yep.
4: And,
3: Let's
2: get to the Nick
4: Bukestad trade. So if you missed it, the Matias Ekholm trade happened immediately after we stopped recording the Tuesday episode of Boilers Nation I was
5: barely up the hill.
4: You were barely out the door. Yeah. We went live immediately on the nation's YouTube page. Go subscribe to that, by the way. We are climbing. What did you guys make of the Nick Bukestad trade? So it's third Michael Kessel ring, 50% retained for Nick Bukestad and Cam Deneen.
0: At first, I was a little like, uh, ah, third-round pick for Bukestad. I was hoping for, you know, a fourth or a fifth. And I recognize people were going after me on Twitter about that. I recognize that it's small potatoes, but it's just one of those things where it's like, ah, I feel like Ken, I would have liked to walk away from the dude being like, ooh, okay, you stole him from the Yotes." like, nice work, Ken. And I get you rarely do that around the deadline. So it's like, okay. Third for Bukestad, man. then you see 50% retained, and you're like, okay, that's kind of what you got to pay to get a guy 50% retained. I'm all good. Then I saw Kesselring, and I was like, he's having a good year down in Bakersfield. Going to
4: make his NHL debut today.
0: Going to make his NHL debut today. And listen, the odds of this guy being a factor for the Oilers in the next two years would have been very slim, but the point is, he was still a good prospect, and you never know. Two years ago, Vinny Herney was an afterthought in this organization, right? It's just, if you give up on those lottery tickets... You never get to see if they're winners. And again, I like the move. I gave Ken Holland a B+. I feel like he paid a hair too much for Bukestad. I think Bukestad is a hair overrated by some. This is a guy who last year for the Minnesota Wild was getting healthy scratch throughout the playoffs. They didn't think he was one of their 12 best forwards. I think some people think this might be more impactful than it likely will be, but I do recognize he's a guy who, when he's hot and he's engaged, he's an effective bottom six player. So I don't hate the move.
4: Where do you guys see him slotting in?
0: Fourth line center.
5: I can't, yeah, I don't know if we can say fourth line center because I don't know if we really have. Yeah, he's in the bottom six.
3: Um, I think one thing that's interesting is Kesselring was like a six-round pick and the Oilers managed to turn it around into a, an asset to get them something down the road. So credit to the staff for actually picking good players late in the draft, which you've been doing now for a few years. Um, I think one thing in this trade that is interesting is the player outside of Nick Bukestead that's coming in, Cam Denis, played like 40 games in the NHL last season. Like We just spoke about kind of the depth they don't have on the back end. Like It's a nice little piece there. He had more points than Kesselring this season. He's only one year younger. He's been a pro way longer. So – Maybe that's just someone, and I, I kind of thought this about the Yavi trade too. Is just like Denis may be someone who could just like come in and actually have some impact on this team and have be involved in a way. And the same with what's the guy Patrick Pistola,
5: Mister P, Mister yeah, P, P. Yes. P.
3: If they like, if they sign him, he's <laughs> closer to getting into the lineup than what a draft pick would have been for that day, right? So sure. I like the, I like the trade. I I am obviously disappointed they got rid of Ring because. He was the best defenseman in Bakersfield this season. But at the end of the day, I don't really give a damn because the Oilers got better. We were yes. sitting
5: here a couple weeks ago and everybody's talking about whether, whether we make trades or big trades, little trades, what kind of <laughs> trades. And we're saying we have to go all in, give away every trade, everything, trade, mm-hmm. everything, trade, everything. And then all of a sudden, Michael Castle ring that a lot of people don't even know the fuck he is. Yeah. He gets traded and everyone's like, Oh my God, this is the world. People are so frustrated. this is why I said, okay, everyone's got to calm down. I know there's, everybody wants to make these big trades. Like, slow down find the right trade and i think we did i think we found exactly what we need on defense and i think i hope that we found you know some just that nice complimentary large right hand forward to sit there on the bottom six and do what we need to be done
4: at six foot six he is large he is he is a gigantic man Guess not so a very uh Bukestaff. No, Bukestaff. Oh, okay. not a very like he's he's not a very physical player by any means no but he is a gigantic man. You
5: don't got to be physical. They got to try to get physical when you're that size.
4: And loves Wem. Yeah. Lots of changes, though, probably since the last time he's been. Oh, he's going to love gonna it. He's going to
5: need two days just to get to re-acclimate himself.
4: Maybe I'm get yourself cool. one of the theme rooms at Fantasyland, you know?
5: Yeah, the Can truck. you imagine? And, like, every other
0: player when they come here, they're like, oh, I'm going to live at the JW for a bit, and it comes out. says, like, no, I've been living at the mall. Like, <laughs> that wasn't a joke. I really do like it. I yeah, love
5: yeah, the mall. <laughs> yeah, you used to get out of your room, head over to uh Old spaghetti uh,
4: factories right oh, there. Okay, got some some gumps, get some get yeah. some Gump's,
5: get some seafood in you.
4: Oh, yeah, come on. Oh,
2: Cam Dineen, by the way, is top six in scoring in the AHL for defenseman. Is it just Kessel, point. wasn't Kessler-Ring
5: like one on our team?
2: He is not in the top so list here for team. the I AHL. I think he
3: had 20 points, but to, he like Kesselring's, 13 goals. Yeah, to Kesselring's defense, this is. The first time he's been like the guy on the team. The yeah. other two years it's been like. And Deneen's
2: played fifty games with thirty five yeah, points, so it's exactly. not like he's blowing the, the tires off. But I think, like to Tyler's point, if you were if you're sending out a ring and 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 you're only bringing back a Bukestad, but the difference is, is we just kind of exchanged lottery tickets. The way Duned, I looked in way, yeah, so. yeah.
4: the way I looked at it, and I did a emergency episode of Better Late Than Ever last night to talk about this trade a little bit is what Rick said. We wanted to spend. We want the Oilers to be better today. All
5: in.
2: Remember, everyone said all in. You got to be all in. Trade yep. every fucking draft pick you have.
4: Yeah, makes them better today. It's yes. marginally better, but he's they're better.
2: That's honestly part of the reason why I said A, because I felt like, I feel like if you're, if after we scream for moves, you get some moves and you then we then get to say, yeah, that's the wrong yeah, you just got to, you got to, you know, like the Eckholm thing. I don't think a lot of us a week ago would say that Matthias Eckholm is going to be an Edmonton and Oilers.
4: Uh, like we were talking, I, I was possible. trying to think He's about
2: one of the guys I thought was out there. The yeah. first
4: time we talked about Matias at home on this podcast was like a month ago, if yeah. I remember correctly. But it just seemed like the math was never going so to work. So to have like
5: the trade was never going to be. Yeah,
4: so to have him here and playing as well as he did on Wednesday night against the Leafs, who the weather's completely shut down, by the way.
5: And tell me this is not a better addition than Chickering or Carlson.
4: Well, that's the interesting thing is like not if even close. look to at me. a guy like... Craig Button ripped the Oilers for going to get (laughs) Matias Ekholm as opposed to Chikrin. Really? Yeah. He just said Chikrin, based on age, what he does he's a little bit more offensive, would have been the better fit.
2: But but the Coyotes weren't taking back
0: roster players. Here's my thing with arguing, using Chikrin's age as the debate. He's a guy who is clearly going to be selective about the markets he plays in as an NHLer, right he's not waiting out time in Arizona he's saying get me the hell out of there because I want to leave it's fully reasonable to expect he would have walked as a UFA in two years so you get three years of Ekholm or two of Chickren. it doesn't matter wants- how old they are it's about how effective they are in that window and Ekholm will be effective but in I this want window some
5: experience there too
4: and the thing about that I like about Ekholm is he's fucking mean man i like grit on the back end i like having defense that could clear them out there's a point against the leafs the other day where i'm looking at the oilers defensive pair because they were playing 11 7 so guys were kind of all over at home and vinnie were out together i'm like look at these two
5: giants jesus it's gotta be our, our pk number one d
4: like kulak now i think he's 6 1 or 6 2 is the shortest defenseman the Oilers have now
5: how was Kulak on the second power play yeah, it. I noticed they that play team. him in
2: OT. Yeah,
5: I know. I, I, I was a head scratcher there, too. I just, who I, else are they going to put out instead of him? Yeah. yeah I would think of four. I think Broberg. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I would Broberg? like to
0: see Broberg see, get that look. Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah how, it was just weird to me that I oh, How about right.
0: everybody? Oh, the. I just I couldn't get enough of the Oilers make a big trade and what people are worried about is the fucking power play. Well, oh, the you know Barry was quarterback and the best power play in the
4: NHL. And it's I love like, that part because like the Oilers scored a power play goal right off the jump. McDavid gets the power play. It's Nuge, Drysettle, McDavid. The three points yeah. on that. I'm like, well, also, you know what, the
1: power
0: play is gonna be fine. Can I just add that? Some of the not to throw too much shade at people. Some of the pundits who are making that little or were making noise about that are the same guys who love to say the Oilers need to get tougher to play against at five on five. Yeah. You can't yeah. can't
5: Those rely on your power play in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. you know? Those guys are well, never and, wrong. Haven't you noticed? They're never right, wrong. And and oh here's my god! Another you thing need thing to too.
2: Could the Oilers not stand to give up a couple of percentage points on the power play to get better defensively? If you were to say
0: right now, Tyler, from now to the end of the year, the Oilers' power play is going to be 5% worse, but their penalty kill is going to be 10% better, I'm taking that fucking And trade five up. on
4: five, too.
5: Yeah, like, come on, people. But tell me Pretty what person looks at yourself. that power play and says... <laughs> Barry's oh, it got the quarterback. way, worse. It got so way worse out there. Leon's out there. Nuge's out there. I don't care who the fourth forward is and Barry's out there and, and nothing against Barry. I love Barry and Barry's the quarterback where I Barry's think, the quarterback. You're going to tell me you've been doing, you've yeah. been covering hockey for 30, 40 years and you're looking at this, and li- these names out there and saying Barry's the quarterback. Where are you fucking kidding me?
4: Barry has an advantage on the power play. I just think, and I think he's going to learn it. So this isn't even a slight abouche It's just Barry was better laterally along the line.
5: And I think other, if, we would, if we did this last year, you're not saying that because Boosh had a much better year last year. I well, I don't want upset people because I'm, like, I'm saying he's going to learn it. You know, but but he was doing it well last year. We, I think he had been fighting the puck sometimes this year, and hopefully that'll go away.
4: It was but also I think interesting.
5: He's just just as good, and I think he got pucks through more too. What was that? Is hot dog here?
0: There has to be a dog or someone outside. That just let a, out. The, I was thinking a sneeze. First. Yeah, was that a sneeze? I,
2: Zach.
5: I, I
4: thought that was hot dog.
5: Can is you double here. check? Can you check on him? Is he okay? Is everybody okay? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we had uh, some loud noises yep. going on. Everyone's at okay. AG. Everybody's Cut. fine.
5: <laughs> oh, Coombe, he's got bring Coombs bringing his chair. Out. It ends all the way oh. down. Did he break it? Yep. Did Scared. he break his chair?
4: Coombs, he might have fallen off seems the chair. Out there. Yeah. There's some <laughs> tension mood. Up mood. there. The mood has
2: changed <laughs> in the <laughs> office. Uh, oh just I was hey. fine. Just a <laughs> sneeze. Just an aggressive sneeze. Good
4: lord.
5: Holding in next time.
4: <laughs> Holy cow. You shook the building a bit. You're going to fucking blow a blood vessel in your eye. I fell off
3: my chair again.
4: Where was I? You know what? I'm just going to go into a plug for our friends at AMA Travel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You got a trip coming up? Use AMA Travel. Tyler is going to use AMA Travel on his upcoming roadie.
3: Yep. And to see
0: pinball. And we go next week. We leave in under seven days, technically.
4: Yeah. By this time, a week from now, we're going to be in Toronto. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks to our friends at AMA Travel. Oh, what are we doing for the show next week? You guys are going to run the show.
3: Yeah, have fun.
2: Oh, yeah, no, we will. <laughs> Let's go.
0: I'm sure you will. Who's going to host? Crisp Buddies. I
3: will host.
0: I actually i am very excited for that.
4: I, yep. I I can't wait to listen to that one, actually. I have my own podcast. I know True. you. What's it called again?
3: Extra Time with Liam Horobin. I had a guy from the same town as me the other day on the show. Edmonton? No. <laughs> oh, Shirt Park. Shirt Park, my bad Last Fulton, Friday. England. He's from England. Come on. There yep. you go.
2: Last Friday we told everybody to follow you because you needed to get to hundred, but now you think you need to get to like four hundred. I don't know. It's an absolute. So everybody just follow Liam in. dot. No, I changed it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Liam dot
4: pods. Whoa. That's where he talks about all his favorite pods. Again, we've talked about Tied. this before. Tied.
2: Yeah. P, air peas.
4: P. Sleep. I, P Peepots, you just That's P-E-A, everybody. P E A, Tyler. Stop getting excited. Just if you boring. listen to Real Life yesterday, you heard how much Tyler loves a good piss joke yesterday on the Real Life. <laughs> just podcast. pissing around with you. Yeah, had an All issue right. there earlier uh, today. You yeah. to see his pants. Did you have a little squirtsies?
3: He was leaking.
5: He wasn't allowed to leave well, for I the, the live stream. Why do you think he's been
3: sitting down the whole time? Well, I think my ass
0: got sweaty. <laughs> I was sitting in the same bloody chair under these bright lights for four and a half I hours. I thought you were
4: going to change chairs.
0: No, sure? I rolled in this one. I got the buttons on these chairs are so uncomfortable. Yeah, rolled in so that one. That's you got
5: all these exciting. comfy chairs out there, and you took that. I'm
0: about how it looks on camera. Wow. Oh, all right. Know. You should have how turned around and flashed
4: the crack.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think there was enough inappropriate stuff on that show that you could have done that. I wouldn't have even been the worst part about it.
0: Yeah. Before
4: we go to uh, before we go to Assy, it's Tyler, oh. I just recap the Daily Faceoff Tread Deadline show for us because there wasn't a whole lot going on today, but you guys still did four hours of programming.
0: Well, yeah, so we grinded through four hours, and again, no commercials. We just roll straight for four hours. So I was steering the ship. It was still a lot of fun. Um, it was like that show is just a great time because you really never know what's going to hit you. But the bottom line is by the time the final hour heading into the deadline had come, we had six trades, and one of them was <laughs> Nate Schnarr for Frederick Allard. Schnarr. It was wildly inactive around the NHL today. I thought we'd get one that stunned us. There was honestly not one trade where I was like, whoa,
5: perhaps that was the stunning part. Then
0: I get the stunning part was that JV not get moved, I guess.
4: Well, the stunning part was about that. He did, but he didn't, but he did, but he didn't. Depends who you ask. Yeah. Depends whose tweets you got.
0: Yep. All right. Anyways. Yeah, it was a good deadline. Um, (laughs) I guess that's kind of it. It was deadline week was crazy. Deadline day. eh, Not so much
2: great right. job by you guys though to break it, it
0: was all a great down. job yep, we all frank watched was awesome. it Everyone was great. it
4: was fun i like watching frank in the uh again i gotta give a shout out to our friend nick alberga from leafs nation who is screenshotting frank quite heavily on twitter yeah in the insider isolation box
0: it was good Um was before good. we get to ask the idiots bm we should quickly pause for an ad
1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
4: Ask the idiots four questions today, boys. There's a little mix here for you. We're going to start off with Nation Dan because he's right in front of me. This one is for f- Shroom Sauce. I'm sure you've all seen him on Twitter at a time or two. My wife and I are planning on coming up to Edmonton from the Philly area for the first time for the Battle of Alberta Heritage Classic. Oh. What are some recommended highlights we should check out in the area? Could be parks, museum, tours, restaurants, whatever. Just anything within a reasonable driving distance, Damn,
2: Like within the area of Edmonton?
4: Yeah, so the mountains, if you look at well, the yes. video from the bubble playoffs, <laughs> if you remember.
2: Uh, I definitely think you should check out the bat. Of course, push um, it around swings, even. Yeah, it moves. It can move. Um, the Talus Balls mm. are a must see when you're here. Uh, the River Valley is gorgeous mm-hmm. at this time of year and any time of year really. It'd be October when he's here. that will be lovely. Is it, is it, oh yeah, it'll, it'll be, be October. Lovely. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think it'll be a gorgeous, gorgeous. time to be down there. Evander the Kane Valley. said that's one of his favorite parts of the city. There you go. So I was a little tongue in cheek about the Talus Balls and the and the bat, but, but the I do ball think ball you there. should. I do think you should check them out, and then of course you'll you have to check out London Dairy Mall.
4: Of all the malls to pick, that is the one to pick. (laughs) Rick, a couple of uh, what do you like around? For parks, museums, tours, restaurants, whatever. Just anything within reasonable driving distance. Here in October,
5: eh? All of our winter festivities aren't quite going yet. Oak Island? Uh, Well, you can uh, go catch a bison. You got to check the big mall. We can't catch the
3: bison. (laughs) I would not recommend touching the bison. (laughs) Rick, why why can't I catch it? You go around bison loop in your car. You can just, like, Pet him, pet. Okay, you go pet it and let me know how it goes. Yeah. There's a sign
5: specifically that says you shouldn't do that. But. There's lots of signs out there that say you shouldn't do things. And well, hey, listen.
4: We at Oilers Nation Radio do not encourage you to go pet a wild buffalo.
0: <laughs> one, one in five Oilers Nation <laughs> yeah, experts yeah, yeah. advise
5: petting buffalo. If you do it gentle, I don't see what the, what's the issue. Yeah, see what happens when it kicks you in the teeth. Why? Find me a video. That's what they do. They're not donkeys. Have There's you no never horse seen one. the video. The horse ones, the, yes. Donkeys, yes. I've never girl, seen a bison one.
3: The little girl goes and watch looks at the bison walking by and it rams her and she flies through the air. Look it up if you're at home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not if
5: you're, not not if home you're home, at work. You don't want we that connected to, to your work IP address. No. No. We always got that really big mall.
0: I would say, though, like if you're planning your trip and you're like, ah, I, I have an extra couple days. Making the three-hour trek out to Jasper is yes. a great yeah. decision. Like, hard go hard see hard. the mountains, go see JPL. If you have some time to kill and you don't mind three hours there, three hours back, or just go there, stay a night. It is worth it because it's so beautiful.
5: No golf. You check an their game, maybe. See you the might arena. be able to get
4: some late season golf. Never know. Yeah, mm. Probably
2: not at that point. But maybe it depends on the depends on the course. You're you looking
4: need at. a little bit of luck,
2: Liam. I'm
3: just
4: what would you get? golf
2: game for sure. Ooh. Oh, Will you going go to be there?
3: Aren't we playing at the Elks stadium
5: during that
4: time? Oh, yeah. He is here for the Battle of Alberta. Okay, but it takes,
5: like, well, how long is he here for, though? If you're here for five, six days, I'm sure there's time.
3: the Elks playing that late into the year? Well, we're going to be a a Grey Cup
5: champion
2: this year, so, yeah. Grey Cup's November.
3: True. Okay. (laughs) 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 haven't won a game at home as the Elks.
2: You don't need to. (laughs) All you have to do is win on the road. Just win every game on the road.
3: A restaurant close by Commonwealth that I would recommend is Tony's Pizza. Tony ah, Speed's Palace is delicious. It's fantastic. Good so call. if I look for something before the game, I would go there. I I like Fort Edmonton. I think Fort Edmonton's a pretty cool little spot. You'll pass the Talus Balls too. It'll be great. Two Why balls, did everyone laugh? Two, two when balls, I said, one
5: stone.
4: <laughs> I think if you're gonna go do an art tour of Edmonton, you got to go see the misshapen egg behind Rogers Place. You know, it's there's
2: gonna be some cool There's gonna be some cool stuff. For- like going on in the city too.
5: Hold on a second. This process. guy needs to definitely try a air. Oh.
2: Of course, yeah. hundred percent. A noodle noodle. Tell, oodle us, oodle tell oodle us how it compares oodle. to right. a Philly cheesesteak. Drop They're on in at the pints. Get, uh, wow. get
4: a little pregame meal of the pint. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking
4: thing.
5: That's what you get for playing with it. Stop now you're holding this thing the rest of the way. touching it.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's not going to fix it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <I'm> freestyling now. <laughs>
4: Uh, what else would I say? Host post game for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, go see the big boots. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, you can drive to Mundare. The sausage isn't far. Where it's within boots? reasonable driving distance. Very reasonable. Liam
2: wants to know about the boots, Bagville. Where are the boots?
5: 102F. Yeah. Or hundredth Ave. I think, technically, when you're heading east.
3: Okay, what's well, stop by?
4: Go take a... just go uh, If you're going up
5: drive. 170th,
4: Okay,
3: no more street names.
4: (laughs) He needs landmarks. (laughs) Okay, so
5: if you're going north, you know north, you go past West Edmonton Mall. Wait a minute, how long
4: have you lived here? Do You don't know the street names of major roadways? No,
3: I just go off landmarks. I've lived here for almost 13 years. Well, the big boot.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's a landmark you need to know. Just go to the boot. Okay.
3: (laughs) So if West Edmonton Mall is on
5: your left. where the boots are.
4: (laughs) If West (laughs) Edmonton Mall is on your
5: left and you're heading north.
3: Okay. Is north towards St. Albert? Yes. Yes. Okay.
5: And yep. then you're gonna to want to take a right. Where? Well. <laughs> uh, what is right there? there? Oh, there's the badass Jacks and Oodle Noodle. So you take a right between badass Jacks, Oodle Noodle, and then the Earls would be on the uh, between those. And then it's right, right there. by Mayfield. Like if you're going oh, from
3: Mayfield. <laughs>
5: So you know Mayfield Road,
4: but you don't know 107th well, Street. I
3: went to Mayfield Dinner Theater.
4: <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> you know what? There's another thing for you. Mayfield Dinner Theater. <laughs> yeah. Liam will help you get there. Oh,
5: Doesn't have a real
4: name. Holy, I don't know. I went to Jubilations. That's in the mall.
3: I also just sent everyone the video of the little girl getting hit by the bison (laughs) in Yellowstone Park. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, that's Yellowstone Park.
4: Those aren't bison. Yeah, but
5: those are
2: American (laughs) buffalo, though. Yes, they're obviously more aggressive. aggressive. This actually might be from Alberta because we send our bison down there. (laughs) We send them in North
5: Carolina, obviously.
3: (laughs) Oh. Oh.
2: Thank you, Liam. Well, she's, okay. She, yes.
0: she's okay She's okay she was a little girl Can you yeah. imagine that bison Trying to go
2: run it Rick No
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Okay well now I gotta watch She walk. does get just <laughs> She's like 45 pounds maybe Hang
4: on let me see this thing now Okay we got this going what on What landmark is Elk Island by
3: <laughs> Elk Island uh, It's just What they say to the too, though ah,
5: They piss them go. off <laughs> They obviously said something Oh man, she got rocked! <laughs> but here's the thing: don't run. It's a wild lead animal. Lead no into quick move. <laughs> no, they go running, and that attracts them. This scares Steering them. Do you guys not know how to, steer, understand how to deal with steer, wild animals? Steer into the crowd.
4: <laughs> you just turn around and stare it, like stare it down. You There's have
5: a stalemate going. You have to know how to deal with wild animals. No, an no absurd. loud noises, oh no quick movements. Yeah. Just do your thing. Keep walking. He's not giving you two. You juke
4: this way and then dive the other way.
5: I don't think they're they're like a rhinoceros. I don't think they can pivot yeah, very well. Turn. And
3: then when he gets by you, you spin and do a karate chop. Right well, on that's your leg un- his ass. Out. You'll kick hit in the- that is completely unnecessary. Sweep the
2: leg and yes. then it goes tumbling forward. You just walk com- towards it punching and if it gets <laughs> hit. That's completely
5: unnecessary. You just walk away after he misses you. Oh boy. <laughs> this is Canada we're polite. Okay.
3: Uh. So we have question one out of the
4: way. Yeah, no, there's question one. <laughs> question two, Liam, reversing the order. What thing <laughs> What thing in your life would you trade for future considerations? Something you want to get rid of. No care about the return.
3: For future considerations. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, my neighbors.
4: <laughs> Go ahead.
3: They play music so loud. Mm. I live in a townhouse. Mm-hmm. So we are connected, and there's no courtesy. Yeah. Did they yeah, ask I'm you gonna... what
5: you... Did you ask... Ask, <laughs> hey, would you like to put us some songs on our playlist yeah. for you?
3: Well, they don't even, like, play music. Like, they play music, but it's not, like, songs. It's like a, it's like a rave. So he's just like, doof, 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 doof. Oh, so they're
4: clubbing doof, over there. Doof,
0: doof, 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 doof,
3: doof. What about your fish tank? I got a story on that later.
4: <laughs> okay. All right, we'll save that for hot and cold performers, I imagine. <laughs> Tyler, what are you trading for future considerations?
0: Oh, that is actually like a really good question. Um, on the windshield of my Jeep, there is a very small rock chip that I have filled a couple times, but it doesn't quite go away. I'd get rid of that for not a lot. Wait, Why a are you driving
5: a Jeep? Do you not have the nation truck? I have two vehicles. Wow holy, does Frank even have two vehicles? My dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that small rock chip. I'm trying to think of things that like just slightly piss me off and inconvenience me and that's
5: one of them.
4: I'll trade my shitty personality for future considerations. Maybe I'll look at a better <laughs> Jesus one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rick, what do you trade for future considerations?
5: Well, you know what? I don't know. It's one of two things. So either the, f- the floors in my condo need to be uh, redone, mm. but also at the same time, I'm actually considering just trading it because what I bought every year, we get that city assessment mm. and it tells you what the city says it's worth.
4: Yeah.
5: Worst day of the year every year. It has gone down substantially. Oh, mine too. Yeah, yeah absolutely like i have to like every time i call wanye and like i, I kind of get a little teary eyed and he's like dude like don't worry about it. you're not selling it blah 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 just explains this is what homeowners do This is a mm-hmm. thing so it makes me feel better about myself but yeah watching that city assessment drop compared to what i paid for mm-hmm. it and you just get the whole thing out of my get it away yeah, well, you know i'll what? Just stay upstairs here
4: uh, what rick said as a uh, fellow townhouse owner. Oh, buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just really? start getting
4: kicked in the pills over and over again. <laughs> At least it keeps my taxes low, though. <laughs> Dan, what are you trading for future considerations?
2: Uh, my utility bills. Oh. For. Unbelievable. And I would I would send all future draft picks <laughs> out say, the door yeah, with them just, just to be able to make sure that I get those future considerations. It drives me nuts.
5: You need I those good light
2: bulbs. W- Do you have the good light bulbs? I don't know. Do you, Do have you, have you the upgrade li- the LEDs? I have, I have three stepkids, so. It doesn't matter what. You gotta get them LEDs, use. baby. Yeah, you I would them.
3: trade in anyone who leaves a light on when they leave the room. Ooh. That shit pisses me off. And in my house, it does. You're a dad fly. already. I'm paying the damn bill. You're not in the room. How long? The light
0: I, on. I wish you, you could sh- all see the outfit Liam's wearing <laughs> as he has this red, too. <laughs>
4: It is true
5: You are full dad mode today Do you keep the girlfriend To like seven minute showers Like don't don't use the Banging water Banging on uh, the door uh, No
3: I allow I allow the showers She
5: Hello
4: They just reuse Each other's water in, go, the they in the back They're just going In the soggy tub has a
3: bath Then I get a sandwich The next day For like my lunch Or I got lunch You know yeah. kind of works. It puts you in a good mood. I get
4: I lunch. Okay.
5: <laughs> what an interesting <laughs> dynamic. I don't see a bath and he gets a sandwich the next day. <laughs> it's a great deal for you.
3: You give and you get. Uh,
4: yep. <laughs> yep. You got to give to get. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like Uncle
3: Ken. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself. She gets a, s- a bath. I get a sandwich. <laughs> Tyler. Huh. Friends and I are planning a drinking game for Friday's game against the Winnipeg Jets. What rule should I add, and for how many drinks? Example: Anytime Louis says "can opener," you take a drink. Ooh, that's a
0: good one. Um, I got mine. L- let me think. Let me think. If you guys, if everyone else has them, <laughs> let them go first. Go All ahead, Rex got that, that okay,
5: so if you're gonna play that game, you just you can add dogged it into it. That's his new word. Anyways, I am completely against drinking games like this. I don't need a reason to drink. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) I have a drink. I have a drink. Just drink, 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 drink. I don't need to be encouraged to drink faster. I'm very good at that already. I don't need to be encouraged to drink more. Also very good at that. Mm -hmm. I don't need a game.
2: Just let me drink. If you are going to hear any panelist talking about trades from the trade deadline today uh, and you hear the word, it'll be interesting to see, or the phrase, it'll be interesting to see, you have to drink. It, it's going to ruin your life. I cannot unhear that phrase in my life anymore. That It'll be interesting to see. And uh, yeah, so if you hear that one, drink. Liam, you got a drinking game? Hmm. Yeah, it's called open
3: Maybe. the can and finish it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could do something like, I don't know, if someone with an odd number scores, you drink three times. If someone
4: with an even number scores, you drink twice or something. This right. game is for Landon. So Landon, I'm going to get you hammered tonight. Anytime Jack and Louie start straying away into a story that has nothing to do with a hockey game, you continuously drink until that story is over. (laughs) You got the waterfall going until that story is over. You're welcome.
0: You know what would actually be a fun one? Wow, Jay just walked in here with two bottles of red
4: wine. Meat
2: pies are going on the oven. I like this. Oh, I'm uh, so full.
4: (laughs) I'm going to do
0: it. If you got a crew and you want to get some banter back and forth, split up into two teams and do like team icings versus team offsides offside, you guys drink, icings, we drink, odd, even goals, that one works as one. well. If when the game goes to TV timeout, if the last number on the clock is an odd or even number, you could do that. Just like break off into teams. I think that's a fun way to like have some back and forth.
3: I like doing I, drinking games for the UFC. And There's a UFC okay. event this weekend. <laughs> there <is>. I specifically <laughs> remember the first time we did it. There's like ones you can do like strikes, takedowns, KOs and stuff. But, f- but for every fight, you have to start a new beer. So I remember this one specifically was Conor McGregor versus Jose Aldo. Mm -hmm. And McGregor knocked him out in the first like four seconds. So he's got to chug this. this, That's a good one. But it was just like the whole shoe store. The whole store just gone down
2: the drain. Impressive.
4: Mm -hmm. Any other ideas for Landon's drinking game? Just I, just
2: I just like the idea of Tyler having many friends. I'm jealous. <laughs> I yeah. don't have friends oh, enough to split into teams. Friends.
4: friends. Oh,
2: so to,
0: so could friends. just have two drinks, right hand, left hand. <laughs> exactly. So oh, football
4: <laughs> friends. The, whole, oh, the play friends. at home games. <laughs> Last question for Ask the Idiots. Uh well, this doesn't even make sense, Ian. Okay, but anyways. Pre-read this this. Is perfect. Uh, a lot of the top trade targets are already moved. What's everyone's ideal outcome for the trade
2: deadline? Um, I'm going to say that we get Matias Ekholm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Camdenine. And anything else after that, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Camdenine and Matthias Ekholm.
4: My ideal outcome, they got pretty close to it. I would have liked yeah. another depth piece on the right side forward, but it didn't happen. So onward and upward.
2: I think that's kind of what everybody... Right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Right. If you have questions for Ask the Idiots, just fire them on over my way. Slide into the DMs. The boys haven't seen them before we start recording, so... There you go. Before we get to hot, cold performance to wrap up the podcast, we got to check in with our friends at Betway. Just Oilers play the Jets tonight. What are we thinking? No moves today. No Bukestad in the lineup today for the Oilers. Matias Ekholm got a full practice. I saw him. I was watching Oilers Plus today to watch Uncle Ken's press conference, and I saw You skating. flexing
5: all your money over there. It's yeah. a company
4: account. Yeah, yeah everyone. Everyone use yeah. it. Yeah, we all use it. You know how, how is it? it? Oilers plus? Just
2: wait until they if make you watch it. watch the show so that you no. have to be logged oh, into the Wi-Fi? No,
4: I was just I just wanted to live tweet the press conference today, so I need to make sure to watch it. What do you bet on today, Liam?
3: Connor McDavid two plus goals. Five <laughs> straight
4: games with two plus goals for Connor McDavid. It is completely ridiculous.
3: Well, he's got to to get a couple more to beat Punch, whatever.
2: What a name name that is for a record holder. Punch Broadband. (laughs) Punch Broadband. Way before internet was a thing, by the way. I was going to say, I wonder if they called him Wi-Fi. That would have been
4: really weird. Man, that would have been way ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time.
2: I don't know Uh, why, but I just want (laughs) to scream out random sounds at you. I don't know. It's just weird. My
4: easy money bet for today, and let me know what you think of this one. Connor McDavid and Mark Shifley both to register a point at one point six six, so five bucks turns into eight thirty three. That seems like a very easy money in the bank.
3: Mark Shifley has really taken a a heel turn these last couple of years. He's kind of a loser, yeah. Yeah, I
4: feel I'm like fine with was, that. But as long as he gets me a point on my <laughs> yeah, back,
3: he was a good face for a while, and then I found when the Oilers played the Winnipeg Jets in the bubble series. That's when he started to turn for me. Then he absolutely nailed Jake Evans in the playoffs. Oh, that Destroy same him. year. That he did. And then, yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's got that greasy hair look. It's not for me. So, no, I will not be mad. I'm Mark Schifley. Sorry, big <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Liam, go hell hell his are buying that, All too. Right. Tyler, what do you got for today?
0: Uh, for today, Connor McDavid disappointed me. I had a I had a 30 oh, on Hold on. He he is what? Point, Wait, yes. That is quite the sound clip to have. I took <laughs> okay. Connor
5: for seven plus points.
0: No. So <laughs> I did a parlay that was 36 to one. I was going out with my buddies for the game against the Leaves, And I was like, guys, I'm cooking up this parlay. I put 10 bucks on it. 36 to one Oilers to win the first Oilers to win by at least two goals. McDavid to score twice Hyman to score Hyman shot prop. And the final leg was McDavid over four and a half shots. And he went half the, the last half of the game without a shot on net finished with three. So anyways, I missed my parlay. It's a dumb parlay. I know I shouldn't complain
2: about it. But anyways, um, when you said that Connor disappointed you, did you see Connor Ingram, the goalie, put out the tweet last yesterday that That said, If you message me asking for money because your 17-leg parlay didn't hit, I hope you spend the rest of your life in Azkaban.
0: Uh, But I will go (laughs) ahead and uh, take McDavid's shot prop because he'll bounce back tonight.
4: Four and a half. I like it. I like it. Uh, last thing I want to check in on, did any of you guys see the videos of Tyson Berry going to meet his new teammates yesterday in Nashville?
0: I talked to Tyson Berry today.
4: Yes, you did. Yes, you did. How was that? That wasn't the question.
0: Very good. I just, that was a good plug for what we had going on on the (laughs) DFO live show. That's all.
4: I just saw him walk into that room while guys were eating. They were having a pregame meal or something going, hi, I'm Tyson. Hi, I'm Tyson. Hey, I'm Tyson. I'm like, man, you don't want to be there.
3: Oh, and again, so that those are
4: my own feelings. I have no idea what's going on in that room. It just seemed weird to me.
0: He he does seem pretty sad about it, as you would. Like it's understandable. You're leaving a team that has Stanley Cup aspirations, going to a Preds team that, in all likelihood, isn't going to make the playoffs. He's it's got like some that. buddies out there. He the,
2: does. The good to meet you over per sixty was really high. Yep. Stand
3: up if you're going to shake somebody's
2: hand. Good. To yeah, meet I you. agree. Good to meet you. Rude. Yeah. Stand up. You.
3: Welcome your teammate.
2: In the dad outfit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. I my and also, out. can we just talk about the fact that one of the clips had no audio on it for no reason whatsoever? It was a weirdly yeah. put-together clip. The it whole thing about it was Magnus weird. turned when, the mic off.
3: When, <laughs> yeah. When f- <laughs> Forsberg came in, he, like, seemed to be welcoming about it. Yeah. At least he, like, gave him in, like, brought him in, hugged him a little bit. But I, I think this won't be the last we see of Tyson Berry in Edmonton. I just think it will f- be. I think... I would not be shocked if, like, What's his deal? Four and a half, right?
4: Yeah. One more year, yeah. So
3: next trade deadline, we're looking for a right-handed offensive defenseman.
0: I would like the vibes.
3: 50% retained, whatever. You get it down. You bring him back for that run, hopefully again.
5: Has he played round. enough
3: games this year to get a Stanley Cup ring when we win? Oh, yeah. I don't know why the rules? I would assume 50
5: games. Wouldn't you have from... to
4: play with us four in the playoffs? No. No, if no, he you're here, here for half the half regular
0: season, season, I think you're eligible to get it. Plus, the teams will kind of like he's so have, loved that yeah, the players yeah. would make sure they he have got extra one. That's ones cool. that the players put together. I like that.
4: Anyway, I just fell for Tyson Berry. What did he say to you today, Tyler?
0: Uh, he kind of talked about how, and he actually used the word he's describing the Eric Carlson deal. He said, I'd heard there was some traction there. And he was like, I felt like I was going to be involved in that. Um, That didn't happen. So I was feeling, to paraphrase, he kind of thought he was safe and then this kind of hit him out of nowhere. So I did feel bad for him chatting with him, but he did seem positive about heading to Nashville, seemed excited, has some buddies on the team, guys he played with in Kelowna and things like that. So he seemed to be in good spirits, but he still acknowledged that it's pretty fresh. He hasn't even spent a lot of time thinking back to his time at Edmonton, because that's something I did ask him about. Um, But he kind of said when he does one day think back to his career, like Edmonton's going to be a bright spot and that kind of stuff. It was a good
2: chat. And he did say uh, earlier in the morning that he was, interested to find out that the Predators only have one person that follows them on the media. tour. that was good. So (laughs) excited to have a little bit less media pressure. Maybe if you Uh, read between the lines there,
4: he also said on Tim and friends, he just gave a thank you to others fans for all the (laughs) kind messages. We all miss him.
3: I wanted to add on that. Actually, it was very good to see when you go on to like, you see tight that Preds announced Barry is there and like the trade and everything. And they show the video and you read all the comments it's all of those fans, yeah. Like, thanks, Tyson. Like, Take care of for us, him for us, all that stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the best part about this team, I think. Like, we're all incredibly harsh on them because we're very passionate. But when we see someone go, it's like, oh, that sucks. And everyone was responding. It
4: looked like it. a skit from the office or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, just walked weird. into that room and just, hi, I'm Tyson. Like, hi, I'm Tyson. <laughs> Tyson. Hi, I'm Tyson. I could see Dwight doing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> gentlemen, it is time to recap the week with our hot and cold performers. First, I got to tell you, please, please, please buy some tickets to the Oilers Nation 15th birthday party coming up at March 18th at the Pint downtown. Uh, Doors are opening at noon. The hockey game starts at 2. We're going to have a ton of stuff to give away. There's going to be raffles. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be Tyler. There's going to be Dan. Dan's already passed his test. I have. Dan could be serving you drinks. Tyler, I don't know if you can pass a test.
0: It's tough. (sighs) Yeah, I know. It's tough. You got to do
4: it. You got to do it. So get your tickets, nationgear.ca. It's going to sell out. Go get them now. now. Two weeks away, pretty much.
5: 15 days.
4: 15 days it's away. 15 days away? Yeah.
0: Boy, our livers are in for a run bag
4: milk. What day yep. is that on? It is 18th. the 18th, which is a Saturday.
3: Oh. Ho. Are you We're going to have a
4: big, big day.
3: I'll be there. Obligate you to be there.
4: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I
3: will be there. I'll bring be bringing friends. We should, we should uh, friends. party well.
4: friends.
0: <laughs> I just looked at the time we should uh, Try uh, to, wants to go yeah. home.
4: Kay. Oh, We got a
3: show to do
0: hot and cold. We got to go live right away.
4: Hot, uh, cold performer of the week. Liam wrap it up last week. What sucked in your life? Well, last night
3: uh, this morning, I lost a friend. One of my fish died. I believe it was Jerry. I found him. <laughs> I, <couldn't> <laughs> <laughs> he, I have one of those little castle things. And yesterday I couldn't find him. So I picked it up, and I was like, oh, where is he? And I was expecting like lifting, and like little fish comes flying up. And I turned it over, and he was like stuck within the, the thing. Never a good sight. So I was like, oh, no, Like what a sad way to go. And then he wiggled. So I was like, he's alive. <laughs> so I put him back in the water, and I went upstairs. I grabbed some stuff, and I managed to get him out. And he was floating around and everything. And this morning, I came down to feed him, and Tom was gone. So Jerry was gone. <laughs> <laughs> or or tom, tom or jerry or One tom, of the two, tom. yeah. The
5: green one. Question is, is it one more till the fish tank is gone or are you gonna replace it without the girlfriend noticing?
3: I will be replacing. Yeah, like your style.
4: R.I.P. Terry. Should I
3: I might even change the color and see if she notices <laughs> <laughs>
4: I noticed that you admired my fish tank yesterday. That oh, was lovely. Store. All the plecos. That is very nice. Tyler, your cold performer of the week.
0: The Flyers. How do you not trade James Van Riemsdyk? You just, you're idiots. How did you not do it? Cold performer.
4: Have you have a flotch before? Yeah. You have? Yeah. You're probably beat up in the bus
0: stop
5: most of
4: the time. I think so, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Rick, your cold performer of the week.
5: Everybody just kept screaming, put him on LTIR. Put him on LTIR. That'll fix everything. Put him on LTIR. <laughs> I'm very really glad this You're as cold as ice.
2: Nation Dan, Cold Perform of the Week. My Cold Perform of the Week is going to go to the Los Angeles Kings for how they did Jonathan Quick. Put some respect on my name. They should have. They did yeah, not. They did not do that.
4: Dustin Brown got a statue and you got shipped the fuck out. I'm not sure yeah, that's well, Dustin, well, Dustin To Brown. Ohio. Well, it is a Dustin Brown, just not the one that played for the Kings. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> that guy was a carpenter in Omaha. <laughs> uh my cold performer of the week is man like i know we're passionate about the oilers and trades and all that stuff but when yes got traded the other day it got hateful on social media it got dark and i just found it weird it's weird it is weird i don't like it i'm
5: glad i missed it yeah didn't see it i'd say he probably starts playing sometime next week
2: Hot performers. Hot Hot performer of the week. Tyler (laughs) is waving us off
4: because he's got a live show to get to. Nation Dan, your hot performer of the week.
2: My hot performer of the week is going to be a weird one. I don't usually do this, but it's going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, because they just kind of kicked up the dirt storm that is the Eastern Conference going all in and going crazy like they did. Uh, So you say what you want about Kyle Dubas. They they are shooting their shot. If they miss the second round now, what the hell else can they do?
4: What? Yeah! (laughs) Rick, your hot performer of the week.
5: Obviously, it's Matthias Ekholm. Just got here. We shut down the Leafs. We look fantastic. rest of the league is quivering in their boots right now. They know damn well we're taking the cup this year. Matthias Ekholm, thanks for coming. It's going to be hell of a run the next three years. This is
1: why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you're not.
4: Ty guy, your hot performer of the week. Nick Bukestad, prove me wrong, big boy.
1: It's getting hot in here.
4: Liam, your hot performer of the week.
3: My hot performer of the week goes to the kids who are out Trying to do the world's longest game for like the kids' version of it. Um, I wish I knew more details on it, but the Crusaders are out there volunteering. I believe they play till Sunday at the same place they do the, the adult one. So if you want to go check it out and support them, look it up. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Saker's Acres.
4: Feeling hot, hot,
3: hot. Saker's Acres. Yeah, that was it. I couldn't find it quick enough.
4: My hot performer of the week, the last that we're going to wrap this up with, Tyler is my dude. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Kyler Yamamoto got lit up by Justin Hole the other day. It was a, I didn't like the hit, frankly. That no, was cheap. I thought it was a cheap hit, but nuge came in and absolutely fucking dusted him off. One straight to the button, three or four uppercuts on the way down. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was raging Nugent Hopkins, and you were my hot performer of the week, my man. I, I,
3: I, I am alive.
4: We, the, we best. the best. Oh, there you go. Wrapping up Oilers Nation Radio, episode 95,000 for AMA Travel, Betway, and our friends at Tourism Jasper. Tyler's got a live show to get to, so he's kicking us out of the studio. Download, subscribe, tell your friends, and until Monday, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.
1: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact